0: It helped bring me back up, bring me back to life, and realize that instead of just focusing on myself and living my life for me, I could be doing so much more with my life and making a difference in the world around me for the animals and the environment.
1: That was Jasmine from Sweet Simple Vegan and this is episode seven of Into Intentional welcome to into intentional my name is christy or better known as sedona christina in the youtube internet land i'm a wellness enthusiast sustainable and ethical living advocate entrepreneur and believer in the power of doing during my own wild journey towards a place of self-love and intentional living i found magic in the voices of others to power me through Into Intentional is a space where we do just that. We peek into the minds of inspiring humans passionate about intentional living, be it mindfulness, wellness, fitness, nutrition, sustainability, entrepreneurship, or self-care. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here and spending your time with me. Now, let's jump in to the show. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. This week I have Jasmine from Sweet Simple Vegan on the show who I'm sure needs absolutely zero introduction. Jasmine is a vegan food and lifestyle blogger where she mostly shares her Vegan recipes and tips and tricks and stuff like that, which she does across her main platforms, which is her blog, her Instagram, and her YouTube channel, and all of which she operates with her boyfriend, Chris. So I wanted to dive into that and see what it was like to work and run a company with your significant other. But we also talk about all things food blogging and how she got into it, her tips and tricks for new food bloggers, and resources and stuff to check out. We also talk a little bit about, um, disordered eating and coming from a disordered relationship with food and into veganism both her and I come from the same background with relation to that so we definitely do talk about it a little bit both her views and and mine as well and we also talk about moving to the pacific northwest any tips and tricks that she had to navigate the holidays as a vegan you know dealing with comments from family members and judgment and getting them to really accept the way that you are choosing to live And yeah, we also, one of the things that we dive into is the meaning of the word vegan to people who are not the meaning, but the perception of the word vegan to some non-vegans. I'd say actually it was me that kind of went more in depth into talking about this because it's something that I think about quite frequently and I really hope I don't offend any fellow vegans listening to this episode when I when I chat about that I'm not ashamed of the word vegan let me just like first and foremost say that I am very proud to identify as a vegan but just from my experience um, and this will kind of make more sense once you get to it in the episode obviously but from my experience I have found that several non-vegans specifically have kind of like this idea of the when you tell them that you are uh you know a a plant-based human when you are vegan they have kind of all these notions and um, preconceived ideas about who you are before even getting to know you and so that was something that we kind of talked about a little bit um yeah I think maybe that's something that we definitely see a lot less of now because veganism is such a um, well-known concept now, thankfully. But uh, yeah, I definitely experience a lot of judgment and it's just interesting to see other people view my lifestyle from their own perspective. And uh, to me, it can be shocking sometimes. And and it's weird because I feel like online, we're, you know, this big community and we're like, oh, it's not weird, but then I forget in my everyday life that there are some people that still just like don't don't understand it, I guess. Um, but yeah, so that's pretty much what we cover. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Let's just jump into the show. Sharon. How are you doing?
0: Good. How are you? I'm good. Yeah. Thank you for having me here today. No, thank you for
1: letting me be here. It's cool. I've never been to a WeWork studio before, so I'm actually really excited for this. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do feel like um, the whole, again, like working for yourself thing, it's like I've always wanted to work in a space like this, mm-hmm. so it's like, uh, woohoo, this is cool. This is where you know, the party that
0: (laughs) it actually makes a huge difference in my work ethic. Like at home, I like get stuck in a rut and even sometimes I'm like, Oh, I should like go clean my room or I should do this and get back to my work later. I I can't really stay focused, but like here being around others who are working just makes, it puts me in like work mode.
1: Totally. It's like similar to the whole, you know, I feel like whatever you're doing in the present moment, like the energy around you affects you, but also like the same thing is like surround yourself by those who like lift you up. You know that phrase? Totally, yeah. It's like kind of similar in that like obviously you're not like friends with everybody in the office, <laughs> yeah. but there's just like a energy Totally, around. yeah. Yeah, so it's nice. Okay, so I want to kind of just jump into I guess like what do you do? What's your
0: background? What would you say for those of you who don't know you? What, How would you describe what you do? Okay, um, so my name is Jasmine. I run Sweet Simple Vegan the brand um, with my boyfriend, Chris. So we have a blog, sweetsimplevegan.com, a YouTube channel, sweetsimplevegan, Vegan, and Instagram, sweetsimplevegan. Vegan. And we create vegan content. So we have like recipes, lifestyle videos, vlogs, everything in between. We share our lives with others. And it started as a way for me to share veganism with those who weren't exposed to it as much for us to show that veganism is easy approachable and like we're normal people living our lives and yeah so we share vegan recipes on our website easy to approach vegan recipes sweet and simple I should say yeah and that's basically what we do nice
1: um do you feel like you have uh this is kind of random but do you feel like you have a lot of people who like reach out to you and who have like gone vegan and who use you guys as like a you know what I mean like a stepping
0: stone into it yeah definitely and every time I hear more and more of that it, it makes me more motivated to keep doing what we do it's really cool that we can have an impact on others that like we don't know personally you know yeah it's like exactly why we do what we do
1: yeah nice when did you get into veganism and all that stuff like when did it begin how did that journey kind of start
0: um, it's a little bit of a long story I'll try to shorten it a bit yeah. but I was introduced to veganism when I was 18. And I was actually struggling with an eating disorder at the time, and I was introduced to it just as a diet. I wanted to lose weight. I found raw veganism, and I was like, I love how, like, these people look physically, and I thought that being vegan and raw vegan would help me attain that physique. Yeah. So that's how I approached it, and um, I failed. I tried to stick to it, but I wasn't consistent in it, and I wasn't doing it for the right reasons, and I feel like that's why. Yeah. And so... After that, um, I, I, I think it was either Freely the Banana Girl or Fully Raw Christina I was one of the two, but I was introduced to their YouTube channel, and I started learning about not only the health benefits of veganism, but the ethical benefits, and it helped me like take a step back and like figure out what was going on in my life and bring my life into a different direction, Yeah. and I approached veganism in a different way then, and it's honestly what helped me recover from my eating disorder, and it, it helped bring me back up, bring me back to life, and realize that instead of just focusing on myself and living my life for me, I could be doing so much more with my life and making a difference in the world around me for the animals and the environment. And that's basically how it started.
1: Yeah. Would you say, so I come from like a very similar background, actually, like same thing, had an eating disorder, and it was literally the same too, Freely and Fully Rock Christina. Um, How would you say that that journey really, because it does, for me personally, it bothers me when a lot of people assume that veganism is this, like, fad diet, Mm -hmm. this, you know, it does happen to be, like, a lot of people who do come from a disordered eating past do come to veganism. Um, What are, I guess, what are your thoughts on that specifically, but also how would you say it, like, impacted your personal journey with healing and all that?
0: So, I do think that it could be related to an eating disorder, but it also isn't always. Right. So, for me personally, like, I used it to, kind of mask my eating disorder. I just, like, would tell people, oh, I'm vegan, like, I can't have any of that, whatever. That's the approach I took, but I feel like people need to understand that that's not necessarily the approach everyone is taking. I guess that's the way you can put it. And in terms of my personal journey, um, like I mentioned, it, it helped me realize there was much more to life than my physical appearance, and I started paying more attention to what I was putting into my body for health and for energy and that sort of thing. And... Hold on, I lost my dream. oh no, that's right <laughs> So, what what did we were talking about? Veganism impacting my life.
1: Yeah, how it how it impacted your healing journey, and then also what are your thoughts on other people assuming that it's oh, okay. like this fad diet? Okay, sorry. I'm wondering now: is your mic on? I feel like I hit the thing. Oh, yeah, okay, oh, yeah. it is on. Oh, Sorry, <laughs> I like had a little every once in a while, like mid recording. I'm like, Is it going? and I look down and like make sure that I can see the numbers, like recording, you know, and then that's I'm like, good, The mic's on
0: because, <laughs> like, for our YouTube videos, there was one video where Chris and I did like a recipe challenge mm-hmm. and the mic wasn't on the whole time. And it's we literally happened to be to one too many thing. times. Yeah,
1: it's so easy, like, <laughs> so easy, and it's like one of those things that's like, you know, I feel like. 21st century. We've been doing this for
0: how many years? Like we should know to check (laughs) all
1: these things, you know, but it's so easy for it to happen.
0: Okay. Continuing. Yeah. (laughs) So veganism helped me heal my relationship with food. I just, like I mentioned, I I started looking at it as a completely different thing. It wasn't something that was negatively impacting my body and my life and all of that. It was a positive that was in my life and I can use it to my benefit Mm -hmm. I can not only use it to bring myself health but to help make a difference in the world help make a more positive change and that sort of thing so yeah I feel like it did have a negative impact on me personally but in the beginning like I had a negative perception of it I guess I was using it in the wrong way but in the end it was like the best thing that could have happened to me
1: would you say that even though it was like a negative uh feeling you felt better And you felt like you were getting closer to healing, even though it was, like, a negative relationship with veganism specifically? Totally, yeah. Yeah, because I I feel like I felt like that for the first maybe year mm -hmm. or so of, like,
0: it gradually got better and better and better. Yeah, definitely. And it was also hard for me because when I went vegan, um, it was hard, I guess, socially. That was another – it took a a toll on my life in that way. I'm very introverted, and I'm not, like – I don't like talking about veganism, or I didn't at the time, um, and I didn't like all eyes on me sort of thing, so it was difficult for me in that sense, um, but I, I moved past that. I'm much more confident talking about it, I'm much more confident about myself in general, so yeah. it's just another hurdle yeah. that helped
1: me. Totally. Jump um, so did you start blogging right away? How did that kind of...
0: Um, so I started Instagram first. Okay. I found other vegan Instagrammers and it was fun to like take photos of my food and share what I was eating with my friends and family because everybody thought I was just eating carrots and lettuce. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I wanted to introduce veganism to them in that way. And from my Instagram, I started getting more followers, people interested in like the things I was making. I was like, oh, okay, this is interesting. And I was working at a bakery at the time, and my coworker is actually a blogger, okay. and she encouraged me to put everything online. She's like, "It's so much easier if you like archive your recipes there. People, you can just send your link, whatever." So I'm like, okay, cool. So I started doing that just for fun. It was just like something on the side, and as I was in college at the time, and as the years progressed, I realized like blogging was a thing, and I could continue doing it. Yeah. So I started becoming more serious about it and spending more time on it, learning more about blogging and here we are today yeah what year was that would you say 2013 okay yeah so it like wasn't quite as big as it is now no it's like this
1: crazy world mm-hmm. now
0: it's it's insane whole now <laughs> whole other world now <laughs> totally
1: but I mean it must be nice too to be able to tell people like what you do and them being like oh you can't like they know they assume like you can make a living out of doing that totally. you know
0: I mean sometimes people are confused They're yeah. like oh okay like that sounds fun like people don't yeah. realize like how much of a job it really is like I'm working my ass off every day and I feel like I'm just constantly working and totally. I feel like anybody who works for themselves can relate like I never know when to stop yeah uh, but it's it's all worth it like it's so rewarding in the end being able to reach so many people share the message in that way and
1: yeah do what I love nice so growing up did you so you grew up in California yeah what was that like
0: it was good I yeah. mean
1: were I you were, in like Los Angeles area? yeah I think like that's LA all area. I know <laughs> it's all I know about California
0: <laughs> yeah I mean it's the only thing I really know I mean I live in Portland the Portland area now yeah it's different but it was I had a great childhood and in terms of veganism it was very prevalent um at the time that I went vegan so it was much easier for me to go vegan at the time too. totally
1: um do you ever feel like when you go other places you forget that it's not quite as vegan friendly does that ever happen to you Um, or do you feel like now it's just
0: not necessarily forget but it like takes a little more time to figure out exactly like what I'm going to be eating and that sort of thing yeah when I travel I center my travels around food so I feel like that's one of the first things that I like tackle in terms of like my planning yeah but it's, it's really not that difficult, and I don't mind eating simply when I travel if that's what I need to do.
1: Yeah, totally. What would you say for people who then, like, what would be your advice for people who do, they don't live where there's, like, a bunch of options? Within? I feel like,
0: well, in terms of, like, a lot of fast food places, for example, are getting vegan options, which is really cool, so they can explore that if they would like, but... I think they should try to get into the kitchen and cook up some vegan food for themselves. I feel like that's the easiest thing and you can make like the most more decadent things or better tasting things than you would um, going out. There's a lot of easy to approach vegan recipes, (laughs) sweetsimplevegan.com, that they can um, refer to to make things at home. Yeah,
1: totally. Um, Okay, so what would your biggest tips then be for people who are starting to get into like the blogging part of it all?
0: Um, for one thing, just do it. Like I don't think that it's beneficial for people to linger like on the idea and kind of just like try to get everything down before they start, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like it doesn't have to be perfect and you're gonna learn as you go. So just like start doing it however you like feel like starting or however you think is like the best way for you to start and just go. Um, that's kind of what I did, and I've been learning along the way. I'm still learning now, and it was the better option because I feel like I got started early and I got my name out there, I guess, in a sense. And another thing is, there is a resource called Food Blogger Pro. Ooh. It is a they have a podcast, and then they have like an online uh, community, I guess, and they cover everything that you need to know, basically about. Food blogging and it's really, really beneficial. Nice. Yeah, and the podcast is free, so yeah, anyone can listen to it.
1: Yeah, that's so cool. Um, yeah, and I feel like a lot of times, like there's always like learning curves and stuff with anything that you're gonna get into you know like it takes time Mm -hmm. just start just start and see where it takes you
0: and another thing is don't try to cover everything at once like I at one point tried to do this 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 because I felt like other bloggers were recommending like a b and c and I tried to do all of them Mm -hmm. and I just like burned out it wasn't happening and I ended up like failing at all of them in the end so just like Sorry. Yeah, no, it's fine. Just focus on one thing at a time, master that, and then move on to the next. And I feel like that way you can have, like, a more stable foundation to build off yeah.
1: of. Yeah. What would you mean with, in the terms of that? Like, what
0: categories of things? Do you mean,
1: like, certain categories of food or, like, focus on just food for a little bit instead of moving into other stuff?
0: Um, I, I think, like, more of the back end of things, like, like photography, videography. Oh, okay. Like if you, they want to start a podcast as well, you know? Yeah. Like, that sort of thing. It, it might be if they're just starting, it might be too much for them to do all of them at once. Cause they don't know how much time, like, I mean, you know how much time goes into like video yeah. and this and yeah. So
1: yeah, totally. I still, I do definitely feel the, like a lot of people don't get how much time it takes. <laughs> like it's a 24 seven thing Seriously? and the minute you stop doing it, it feels like you've taken a month off and <laughs> yeah. you're so far behind. Yeah. And that happens to me all the time. I'll just be like, you know, I need a personal day. Seriously, And then before I know it, like I haven't posted a YouTube video in three weeks. <laughs> and it's like, just because that one, like every single day is so instrumental mm-hmm. in the following day. And totally. like, I feel like, you know, m- my mom and like friends around me are always like, can you just like get another job at the same time? And I'm like, do you not realize oh I'm gosh. doing stuff all day?
0: Like seriously, all day. Yeah, <laughs> A lot of my family would always ask, oh, so like, are you looking for jobs? Like, what are you doing after you graduate? I'm like, I am doing sweets of vegan. Yeah. Like, this is not easy.
1: Totally. And there's a lot of, uh, like business development and like backend stuff totally. that a lot of people don't realize as well. Mm-hmm. Like understanding, like we could go into YouTube specifically, like understanding the algorithm and then understanding how to title things based on the algorithm and understanding totally. like what topics are what. And like, there's so much.
0: It's a headache for yeah. sure.
1: <laughs> Would you, did you start your, when did you start the YouTube?
0: Um, I think in 2016 I started doing it like Full force, like the end of 2016. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, I, I think I started it earlier, but I wasn't consistent. I didn't really have like a passion for it like I do now, so yeah. it wasn't really a thing. But yeah, like 2016.
1: So you were food blogging for like three
0: years ish before? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Nice. Um, what are you working on now, project wise?
0: Um, I don't have anything specific that's like different than what I'm doing now. We have some ideas for things to come in the future, but we haven't really taken the time to like help them come to play. We want to work on, (laughs) we have an idea of actually what we were just talking about, like helping others like start doing what we're doing, yeah. help them start blogging and whatnot, but we haven't actually figured out how we're going to do that, yeah. but that's the idea we have now, Yeah. but now, right now, we're just doing our thing, we're doing a lot of YouTube videos, doing a lot of blog posts, the holidays are coming up, so this is like the craziest time yeah. of the year for us, yeah. so we have a lot of content coming out, um, Thanksgiving recipes, a lot, uh-huh. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> coming, coming soon,
1: yeah, what would you say to people, like on the note of holidays, let's dive into that, people who are, Maybe they're a first-year vegan. Maybe they've been vegan for a bunch of years. Mm-hmm. Being around family can be intimidating. Very, Especially yes. when it comes to, like, traditional holiday things. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I've been really lucky because I have my sister to kind of, like, her and I can pick on the, everybody. Like, we're, like, a team, you know? Oh, you guys if, are both vegan? Yeah, cool. if, like, one person messes with one of us, it's, like, <laughs> both of us, you know? yeah. Um, so, we can't just be like, oh, well, that person can't eat it because she's vegan. It's like, well, there's two of us. Totally. <laughs> um, but what would you recommend to people, I guess, like how to navigate the holidays. the
0: holidays? So, the first thing I would recommend is um, bring your own food, of course, and try to veganize foods that you're familiar with. Mm-hmm. So, what I try to do on Thanksgiving is veganize foods that I would always eat on Thanksgiving, like pumpkin pie. Um, we just buy, like, a tofurkey roast, which is, like, our replacement for turkey. It's yeah. the easiest thing for us.
1: I remember the um, first year I had one of those. I was like, it's so funny. And then now every year we're, like, so, the whole family's super excited for it. Oh, like, that's awesome. I feel like only the vegans were excited for it before, but now, every, awesome. like, even our extended family, they're always like, oh, the tofurkey
0: is here. <laughs> <laughs> tofurkey, I think it's tofurkey. They have a ham, too, if you haven't tried it. It's kind of scary. I don't think I've tried it. Yeah. It's, like, very... Real. Yeah, <laughs> I feel that weird. way about a
1: lot of vegan meat. Yeah. I think because when I first went vegan there wasn't a lot of at least where I was living, I was living like literally in the middle of nowhere in Connecticut mm-hmm. in school and there wasn't anything. So it was just potatoes and vegetables for <laughs> yeah. me basically. Um and so now I'm like what? You know, like I haven't had meat for so long. Every single time I have a bite of it, I'm like, Oh, what is this? (laughs) Yeah,
0: Totally. Um, so going back to what I was saying, like green bean casserole or just like traditional things in the sense of Thanksgiving or like in the sense of like your family, you would expect on Thanksgiving. Um, and then bring enough to share. I always like introducing vegan foods to my family. I feel like that's the easiest way to start a conversation with them. Yeah. Like fam, uh, family. Food is a very social thing, especially in my family, so it's a good way to teach people about veganism, I feel like, in a subtle way. And then in terms of, I guess, like, comments and that sort of thing, you just got to go into it trying to, like, stay positive and um, not let it get to you. Like, my family made a lot of comments in the beginning, and I have one cousin in particular that always, like, tried to give me meat and, like... Think it was funny. Yeah. And it used to bother me in the beginning, but eventually I was just like, you know what, whatever. Like, I'm just not going to give into it. I don't want to start any problems here. So yeah. I kind of just like told him, like, I really don't appreciate it. I had a talk with him, and that's kind of where it ended. So if, if you could do that with your family, I think that would work yeah. for most situations. Totally. I, wanna, I don't want to speak for all, but.
1: I still get, like, every once in a while, I'll have, like, my mom will be like, oh, there's just a little bit of cheese on it. It's fine. <laughs> like, you can eat it. And I'm like, <laughs> You know, what are you, (laughs) you (laughs) know, um, so like, yeah, it's definitely a normal thing. Yeah. And if that happens to you, don't worry about it. Just sort of, you got to do you and let other, I think a lot of people have everything that they're doing in life. Like we were saying, like super built up in their mind. Like they're just so set in their ways. Totally. And so it's like their way or the highway, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Just got to do you.
1: Exactly. Let them do their highway and you do your highway. Uh
0: Whatever they want to do. Just like, like I used to tell my, my family, like, I don't make comments to you guys because I'm not the type of person that will, like, sit and, like, yeah. why are you eating the meat? Do you know? Like, that's yeah. just not me. That's just not who I am. But they would comment about my food so that I just told them, like, hey, I'm, like, not making comments about your food. I would appreciate you not doing the same thing back. And that's kind of where it ended.
1: Yeah. I found, too, like, the more I thought about it, I think it's really interesting, like, back to the whole disordered eating thing. Because I came from the background, um... I have a very different relationship with food in general than a lot of the people around yeah. me. And I do find, you know, there's a lot of people who do make jokes about things that are very it's a very unhealthy relationship with food and they just don't even realize it. Totally. And then because I was vegan as well, there was this whole aspect of like I kind like I see food as like a nourishment thing. Mm-hmm. And I get that it's a very cultural thing when it comes to like gatherings and stuff, but at the end of the day, I don't really know why, because it's literally something that you're chewing and swallowing. Like nobody else can taste it. It's just you. So like, (laughs) I don't understand why somebody else has a big deal with like what I'm tasting, you know? Definitely. It is nice to like make things for people and offer them, but there's so many other ways in life that you can do that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I've definitely said that on the podcast before. So to everybody listening, I'm sorry, but (laughs) to bring that back up, but it's so true. Like I just, I always think about that. I don't know why people care so much. Like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so you're gonna have a lot of recipes on there for people to go to?
0: Yes, definitely. What
1: would you suggest would be like if you could give like what would be your top three recipes to go to your blog to and make for the holidays? It could be any holidays like
0: coming up, Christmas included. Um so we have, let's see. Chris made a mashed potato ball. I don't know how to explain it. It's like mashed potato balls that are breaded they're amazing it takes a little time to make but it's like perfect for the holidays super decadent yeah (laughs) and then we have a date sweetened pumpkin pie that is perfect for Thanksgiving it's delicious and then lastly let's see so we're coming out with more recipes now so I don't know when this is going to come out. I don't know.
1: Probably soon because I'm a little bit behind on posting, okay. to be honest. <laughs> okay.
0: Because um, we, we have coming up like five ingredient Thanksgiving sides. Like it's going to be a video, like a, kind of like a series on our blog. And we have a mashed potato recipe that everybody has to try. It's actually on Chris's old blog. It's ConsciousChris.net if anybody wants to check that out before it's on Sweet Simple Vegan. But basically, the key ingredient for the perfect mashed potatoes, in my opinion, is cream cheese. Okay. So, we put vegan cream cheese in it, um, chives, dill, garlic, and almond milk. It's amazing. What's your so favorite vegan cream cheese? Kite Hill. It's really good. Yes. Yeah, Kite <laughs> Hill is amazing.
1: Actually, recently I was somewhere, I was at like a winery that was on a farm kind of thing, and mm-hmm. they specialized in like goat milk. You know, it's like one of those like really uh-huh. bougie, really nice yeah. places, and that would like never have anything vegan, you know? And then there was Kite Hill in the f- fridge that they were selling, oh, and I was wow. like, what? Like that's I was awesome. Yeah, you know, it's like little things like that. It's starting to creep totally, in. Totally, that's awesome. And yeah,
0: I feel like it's more readily available. It's like in front of more people's faces, so mm-hmm. people are that aren't vegan are more like introduced to it more.
1: Totally, I
0: totally get that.
1: Um, okay, so wait, did uh, so Chris had his own blog before? Yeah, he did. What made you guys decide to like merge the two, or has he not like officially? Cl- so yeah, he hasn't. It's, it's still. Thing?
0: It's still there, but yeah. he doesn't use it. He hasn't used it in a few years. Um, but when he first moved to LA, we were like collaborating. We were putting recipes up on my blog and his blog and like that sort of thing. And we just felt like we could join forces and put all of our effort into one platform and push that, develop that in a, a quicker way than if we were doing two. And it's worked out so much better. Yeah. It's, it's been so much easier for us to work together on just one website.
1: Did you guys meet through blogging or did you know each other Way beforehand
0: um so I met him this is hilarious I met him at a field roast party in oh, uh, 2015 and yeah. I was there as a blogger and then he was there he works for a brand called vegan cuts okay they're like a vegan subscription box company so he was there for work and that's that's where we met yeah so, so you, it wasn't met basically during work like, yeah like yeah I was during work kind of yeah
1: yeah <laughs> But that's cool. And Field Roast is in the Pacific Northwest somewhere, Yeah, right, they're actually
0: from Seattle.
1: Are they? Yeah.
0: yeah that's cool. why it's everywhere. I don't know if you noticed, it's like everywhere in Seattle. It kind of is, now <laughs> yeah. that you say that.
1: Yeah. Weird. I feel like every day, more and more, I'm learning about all these companies that are out here, and I'm like, oh, cool.
0: Yeah, I had awesome. no idea.
1: <laughs> um, like, I was reading, like, a hair product that I used, or, like, used to use a while ago, and I was like... They're oh, in Washington. From, oh. And I was like, what? I don't know. I just, every day I'm like, more and more stuff. Yeah. I think a lot of things happen to feel like with the internet, you just feel like everything's so far away. No matter where you're living, even if you're totally. living in the middle of the country, you're just like, everything must be in New York or LA. Totally. But then you kind of stop and look around and you're like, oh, wait, there's stuff everywhere. Yeah, I guess
0: like after we both moved to like this area, we're probably realizing more because I didn't really know much about Washington and Oregon until I yeah. moved here. I'm like, oh, OK.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what made you want to move here?
0: I just wanted to change. I lived in Los Angeles and sunny all year round, but I I loved it. But I also wanted to experience seasons. So yeah. here we are, Pacific Northwest. <laughs> 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 Smack the table. I'll Do you, you like it? it?
1: more or like how are your how are your feelings um, um
0: i i mean so far i love it we yeah. haven't gone through the winter yet but i think i'll be okay everyone's like warning me about it but that's why i came you know yeah. and we're experiencing fall right now it's actually my first time ever living <gasps> through fall oh my gosh so, that's so exciting yeah it's amazing it's so beautiful here and i just love the like the pace here it's so much slower than los angeles i feel like it's more like to my level yeah yeah I love the energy here and
1: how would you describe Portland to people who've never been here?
0: I don't know. It's very quirky. Yeah. It's I don't know, it's a fun city. I would recommend anybody checking it out. Yeah. It's very they have a lot of good food here. It's, there's a lot of good energy here. Yeah. And I feel like it's like very community. I feel like there's a lot of community here. Yeah,
1: totally. I mean, this is only my second time being here and the last time I was also only here for the day. <laughs> So two for two, like driving in and driving <laughs> out. But uh, yeah, it feels very like cozy.
0: Totally. There you go. That's Yeah. A word cozy
1: and very like free spirited. Definitely to some degree. <laughs> no, very. <actually>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it, I think it is like the. Isn't it the vegan
0: capital of? North I don't know. America? I'm not sure if it's.
1: Okay. I, I feel no like idea. I heard that somewhere,
0: but it's probably wrong. Honestly, maybe it's like so vegan friendly here. It's insane. Like anywhere we go, there's a vegan, either a vegan option or a vegan menu. That's so awesome. I was like, what?
1: Okay. Yeah. But, to anybody listening, I feel like I've never been anywhere. Have you ever been in any situation where there just wasn't anything?
0: Like, in I honestly... People toilet? ask me that, and I'm
1: like... Just in general, in life. Like, I feel like uh, I've never really been anywhere where, like, there wasn't something for me to eat. I
0: feel like there... Yeah, I feel like there's always something. Yeah, I don't like, think specifically never...
1: in restaurants. I get mm-hmm. it would be different if you were to, like, go to a family dinner. Totally, yeah. But... Yeah.
0: But I don't... Honestly, I don't think so. You can always, like, get a salad or, like, steam veggies or... Bread, I don't know. Like I I sometimes when we go out, there are limited vegan options, but I don't mind. Like if there's something I'm able to eat and like have like that moment with my friends and family, able to be social around food in that sense, then I'm fine.
1: Yeah. I feel like do you think that has anything to do with your relationship with food as well? Like, do you think that when you were eating animal products before you went through this like, Mm -hmm. you know, Uh, I guess healing journey relationship, I don't know, with food that you would have gotten like uppity about, like say you were a meat eater and you went, you were living in in the reverse world (laughs) and everybody was vegan and you go to a place and there was like, you know, you could only have like something really tiny or like, you know, not this like extravagant dish in Uh comparison to everybody else. Do you think you would have reacted differently?
0: Like if I was still struggling with my eating disorder? Like,
1: well just like if you took a step back to like 10 years ago, I guess before even any of that, like, I don't even know how to to word this question. Like, I just feel like not even in relation to veganism, but just like over time, finding a different relationship with food.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. Um,
1: Like, I feel like I used to go to restaurants just in my personal experience. I'd go to restaurants and like, there had to be something like perfect on the menu that I'd love. Whereas now I'm like, I literally don't Don't care care. if there's food.
0: I'll eat it. I'll eat it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I used to like plan everything out. I mm-hmm. used to like want to know exactly what I was eating before I was going to the restaurant and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but now that I'm vegan, I feel like I don't care. Like you were saying, I don't I don't care as long as it's vegan um, because like I'm living my life for the animals trying to make that change and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what it is. Like I know I'm doing it for a positive reason. So yeah, totally. It's like one meal of my life.
1: Yeah. Have you had a lot of experience with like the activism side? That's like something that I still haven't dived into. I
0: personally haven't. Yeah, I'm. I'm not the type of person that can like be in someone's face and like do that sort of thing. I commend anybody who can, and I'm not doing it because like I don't want to. It's just not who I am. Totally. Sense.
1: Yeah, I feel the same way. I feel like it's not something I'm opposed to ever doing. Yeah. Like if somebody was like, "Hey, do you want to go to a rally tomorrow?" I'd be like, "Okay, sure." Totally. Yeah. But it's not necessarily something that I do. All the time, yeah it's just not me, yeah, I not think there's different ways too of like approaching any any like activism cause, whether it's veganism or something else, totally. like you know it's similar how like both you and I probably you know you and I have a similar probably approach to things because we came to the movement through the same mm-hmm. sort of energy and like it's you know we were inspired by something, yeah, and I think everybody is, so I do think though that there is there's definitely, like, a stigma that we're all super
0: activist Totally. I feel like that's what people outside of the vegan community see the most. Yeah.
1: Which I don't even know if, it's, if that's, like, a bad thing because they're doing something that's, like, right and good.
0: Yeah, but I feel like if people don't have that opinion or, like, yeah. don't agree with it, they'll just think we're crazy. Yeah,
1: totally. Like, so one thing, this is th- things that are going on in my life now. I just joined, like, dating apps Whoa. for the first time, which is, like... <laughs> interesting in and of itself. Um, and I'm so used to like, I'm I, like, I don't know anybody out here. Totally. I just moved out here. Yeah. I literally don't know anybody. And the culture here is definitely different than it was where I came from in that literally every guy on this app hunts, Oh,
0: oh, my which gosh, is yeah.
1: interesting. And you know, I don't, as me as a person, even as a vegan, I'm not like I still see people as like, you know, maybe they haven't been exposed to, you know what I mean? So I'm, I give, I don't really care if they hunt, to be honest, like I'd rather talk to the person. And I think like in time they would probably, you know, it's like, it's an evolution thing. Like they just don't have exposure, but it's like, I'm not going to put in my bio that I'm vegan Mm -hmm. because they'll, they'll probably perceive that I'm this like crazy activist thing, which again, like if you are, that's not a bad thing. Yeah. It's just not who I am so it does kind of suck that the word to some degree has been like associated with that because then yeah. I don't want to use it all the time mm-hmm. not that I need a label to live my life anyways but
0: yeah it's really interesting that? I feel like plant-based is a much more approachable term yeah to people who are not vegan.
1: however have you seen there's uh a, there's a few doctors like nutritionist people out there that are like I'm not going to name names, but a bunch of them are using the term plant based, but they include eggs. and Oh,
0: yeah. I've, I mean, I've like seen that. even, ooh, even um, places out here in Portland. I forgot the name of the specific, I think it's a restaurant. It's mm-hmm. either a restaurant or like a bar with food. Yeah. But they call themselves plant based, but they have eggs as well. Yeah. I guess that's in. I guess it is. Plant based, but I'd, I don't agree, obviously. Yeah. But. Yeah. I just feel like it's more approachable to people.
1: Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Like
0: there's also some vegan companies that don't call themselves vegan. They call themselves plant-based. I think Beyond Meat does that. And I think Mm. there's some of like the largest companies who don't call themselves vegan. Yeah.
1: Because you are more approachable to the people who, yeah. yeah, Like especially like a Beyond Meat who, I mean, their market would be meat eaters for sure. yeah. So, yeah, it makes more sense.
0: I think it just depends on the person's like previous... um, What's the word? Their previous like perception of veganism. Yeah, their exposure. Would, I also yeah. think,
1: I mean, there's a difference between veganism and plant-based in yeah, terms definitely. of like lifestyle if you get, stuff. Yeah, yeah if specific, you want to get really technical yes. with it. But yeah, I totally agree. It's a debate <laughs> for the ages. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> How would you say you balance self-care with entrepreneurialism?
0: It has been a journey for me, honestly. honestly. Yeah. Um, so working for myself... Like I mentioned earlier, like it's just kind of 24/7 on for me or it used to be, and I felt like I had all this free time so I should like use it to my advantage and like try to get as much work done as I could and get ahead and whatever. But I realized that that burned me out and I wasn't getting as much work done as I was if I was taking a break and like taking time for myself. Yeah. And now what I try to do is schedule all my work on the weekdays and I try not to work on the weekends as much as I can I mean there's some things that I probably need to do sometimes but like taking that time for me kind of like taking a step away from like the back end of things is just like a breath of fresh air like stopping work at a certain time of day and like doing that sort of thing I feel like that's like the biggest self-care change yeah. I could have done for myself and it's
1: not even like you have to go out of your way to like have a bubble bath it's like just stop yeah just, just do whatever seriously stop. Yeah. yeah even
0: if just like a moment of silence for me yeah. like just like meditation or go out for a walk or like even go to the gym like focusing my mind on something else is like one of the main things that has helped me like stay sane and through all of this
1: yeah how do you find um like I'm curious like uh, if you guys are like a couple team how do you find that affects like just work in general like how does that and then on top of that like balancing that with like self-care and like um like, I've never, I've never worked with somebody that I was, like, dating before. What's what's that like?
0: It's been a process. I mean, it's been... Like, I feel like working with anyone, like, you have different opinions. You have different, like, ways you want to approach different things. And mm-hmm. it's kind of been a balancing act for us both. We're still trying to figure it out to this day. Like, there's different tasks that we need to do. And we kind of... We try to divide things, and we don't really work next to each other all the time, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, even when we're here at WeWork, like... I won't really talk to him about work. Like we'll just like get things done and like have our own task sheet. Does that make sense? Um, it does add, add like an extra element to our relationship, and it's kind of just like ingrained in our our relationship as a couple. Yeah. I don't I don't really know how to address it otherwise because like I feel like we've been working together since we got together, so it's just it's just natural to yeah. us. It's just a part of our relationship.
1: I think that's good though. Yeah, it's, it's
0: cool to share what I love with him. Yeah, and like be able to share like sweet simple vegan with him, like the biggest part of my life. It's been cool to incorporate it incorporate him into it and do it together.
1: And you're kind of always on the same plane of like train of thought, you know, like you never have to come home from work and explain everything that you've done that day. And like what's going on in your world because it's like an integrated world. Totally. Yeah, it's about being nice. I
0: feel like like I guess as compared to previous relationships, like it's a it's been a very good bonding experience, I guess. And I feel like we're much closer than we would have been otherwise.
1: Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Do you ever find, like you have to take time apart because it's like a constant, you know what I mean? Like Definitely. I'll take my self care, like a little bit of time. Yeah. You do your thing.
0: Yeah. And, then and, we'll and not in a bad way. I mean, oh, so totally. He, I mean,
1: I need space from like my best, like anybody yeah. in my life. <laughs> from my
0: dog. Anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just need
1: personal time. <laughs>
0: totally. Um, so we've recognized that and like we do take time to ourselves. And now that we moved here, like he joined a band out here. So like he goes to like band practice, that's sort of his thing. And like during that time, like that's sort of like my time as well, I guess. Like away from him, yeah. Um, but we do try to take time apart as well. And like I mentioned, like we don't always work together next to each other all the time. We live together. We both work from home, so we try to, I guess, have our own time as much as best we can. Because I feel like that that way, like we work better together when we do joint forces and come together on things. Yeah,
1: that's good. Okay, so I guess the last thing then. I have one question that I try to close out every single podcast with. Okay and we're kind of on the tangent already but what's (laughs) one piece of self-care that you personally do that you would recommend to anybody else like one thing you do whether it's like meditation or whatever that you would recommend to somebody else and like how it affects your life and why you'd recommend it
0: I say just like turn everything off I guess if that makes sense like don't go on social media don't go online like take time for yourself away from everything yeah um Like every day or like once a week or what, like as much as you can. Like I try to do it at like one moment every single day. And like, like I mentioned, like not work on the weekends, but taking that time to like step away from everything, it has helped so much. And I really think it'll make an impact on people's lives. Yeah.
1: Have you ever taken like a social media break before?
0: Not really. Yeah.
1: Yeah they Are the trend these days? Yeah,
0: <laughs> I feel like I every it.
1: every day I go on and somebody's like,
0: "Okay, I'll see you in three weeks." Yeah. I'm taking a break. <laughs> I mean, that is ideal. I feel like that's a good thing to do. Yeah,
1: totally. I've never officially done like a very cutthroat one. Like mm-hmm. I've never totally disengaged with everything, and yeah. I kind of wish that I had in the moments where I kind of just took like a work break.
0: Totally. Like yeah. I
1: wish I had also stopped using it on a personal level. Mm-hmm. Do you find that you ever get like weird? Sorry, I just said we were on our last question, and no, now I'm like asking. Right. One.
0: Um,
1: but do you ever feel weird in like balancing social media as a job versus social media as like a
0: 21st yeah. century human? Yeah, definitely. Like with having it ingrained into my job and into yeah. my life, it, it it does make it difficult for me to step away. So that's why I feel like I I feel like I'm on it more than like I guess your average person because I'm I'm going on it for like pleasure and for work yeah so it's been interesting um it's been a balance for like I've had to like I said like take a step away from it at times and try to I try to go on it only at certain times of the day like when I post and then I like kind of go on social media answer comments and just like browse on my own um at certain times of the day and I feel like that's really helped me
1: yeah totally all right, well, I think that's all I really have written down okay. here, so this is fun.
0: Yeah, thank you for having me. No, thank you for having
1: me. It's like, I'm like, honestly, like, in such a, almost like, starstruck coming oh into WeWork. so I'm like, woohoo, living my life. Party. <laughs> yeah, one day. Anyways, yeah, my dream is to, like, have an office, because I don't have one. Totally. It's a... Uh...
0: I mean, I don't have one either. I work in the, the common area, but I'm yeah. getting there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, this was fun. Thank you for having me. I can't wait to hear the podcast. Yeah. Bye. Bye.
1: So that wraps up my episode with Jasmine. As always, don't forget that you can find each of my guests on their preferred platforms. You can find Jasmine on her blog, sweetsimplevegan.com. You can find her on Instagram at sweetsimplevegan and on YouTube at (laughs) vegan. It's hard to say three times in a row really quickly. Um, I definitely encourage you to go ahead and follow her. She shares the most incredible vegan recipes and I really wish I could cook like her. I just, I can't. I'm a very unskilled human in the kitchen. (laughs) Um, But yeah, she's got amazing recipes. Definitely check out her stuff for the upcoming holidays and give it a try. Share it with your family. See what they think. And even if you're not plant-based, maybe this is your year to Give some plant based recipes a try to incorporate them into your meals, because honestly, every single switch and every single simple dish that we change makes an impact. It really does. Sometimes uh, it doesn't feel like it, but it really is making a big impact. Every meal that you leave an animal off your plate, you're saving an animal's life. So I just said the word life funny life. I almost said it like I was going to go say lives, but life life not live. <laughs> um, but yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. As always, you can also find me on social media, on Instagram at Sedona Christina, on YouTube at Sedona Christina. And you can also let me know what you thought about this episode by going to the podcast's Instagram, which is intentional underscore 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 living that's at intentional living but with three underscores in the middle of it because it's 2018 and all the good instagram handles are taken um yeah so that's pretty much it uh if you want to do one more thing you can go on your favorite podcast platform like apple Podcasts, for example and you can leave a review of the podcast if you'd like and you can share it with a friend as well that would help out a lot and i hope you're all having a fantastic day and i will talk to you guys in the next episode remember to stay happy humble and forever compassionate bye guys